Have no fear of missing out. The show's about FOMO. Your host is Brian Franzo. I'll tell you what you don't know. And now, your host, iSocial Fans. Love to welcome you back to another episode of the FOMO Fans Podcast. I can tell you guys, um, I've had to calm myself down a little bit today. I was, uh, I've been really fired up about this topic, and it's been something that's been eating at me a lot for a good while. And part of it's because I get a lot of people that come up to me and say, Brian, I love what you're doing. I love following your story. I love hearing about blah, 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 blah. And they say, I can't do it because, or I haven't got over the hurdle to do what you do because, or I'm not doing that based on this. And so this episode, I, I was fired up, you know, an hour ago before I recorded this, I was, I mean, I was like running around my apartment and like jazz and ready to go. But then I realized I wanted to be very direct and very honest and also provide some real actionable pieces for us to think about here, you know, as we kind of embark on this journey together. And for me, you know, so much of this podcast has been about me sharing my thoughts, sharing what's worked for me, what hasn't worked for me. But there's also this element of building trust, uh, you know, through um, consistency, through my me- different messages, through um, really just the fact that you guys give me the opportunity or trust that I, you're going to spend 30 to 45 minutes with me each week um, in your ear holes. And I think that word trust is always a, is a good one. And I it's one that I talk about on stage all the time. And it's one I talk about as the importance for, um, you know, our business and our marketing as we move forward. But when I, when I say trust or I say be yourself or even I say press the damn button, it's cool that everyone's like, oh, that's great. Or, you know, hey, Brian, I press the damn button. But there's a difference when it comes to putting yourself out there and telling your story. And we are still making excuses to why we don't share certain things or what we are sharing versus what we're not sharing. And then the other piece of it is we're allowing those that are in our in our circle. I won't even say in our circle. They're in our feed. They're in our daily lives through social media or life or an old friend from high school that are the type that only talk about me, 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 and bang on their chest. We're allowing them that give us that uneasy feeling to stop ourselves from telling our story and putting ourselves out there. And this is a disservice to your community. It is a disservice to you yourself. And I think, you know, this is, it's never been more apparent. I, I was uh, at an event just the other day with Beth Comstock, who was the uh, CMO over at General Electric. And I've actually been blessed. Uh, Beth and I um, have been able to uh, have great conversations a couple of times. We share the same stage at multiple events this year. And she talked about on stage that not telling her story internally to her company, to her peers, prevented her from getting promotions. And actually, multiple times, she wasn't even included in the conversation because people made assumptions based on her being a mom, based on her being a powerful female with a powerful um, you know, husband at the time, now ex-husband, um, in her life. And because she wasn't telling her story or talking about her why or putting herself out there, it, 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 it inhibited her from her success. And here's what I'm here to tell you. 
And this is part of why I'm so fired up is that if you aren't documenting your journey, if you aren't sharing the good things that are happening in your life, and it's not just on social media, it's just, you know, with those that you care about, if you're not doing that, what the hell are you doing? Why? Like, what is life worth living if we're not focused on trying to celebrate the wins along the way? Because you know what? Life is tough and it sucks. And there are plenty of down days. There are plenty of things in the world right now that are going on that are just crap. And you turn on the news and it's a reminder of how the world has an underbelly bad side of things going on. But that's also because the news and the media knows that's what sells. And I believe in social media, in the digital world we're living in, we can change that if we're willing to stop making excuses. I hear this all the time. Brian, I love how good you are at telling your story. I feel like I know everything that you do, both the good, the bad, and the ugly. But, you know, I could never do that. I just couldn't, you know, like, I don't want to come across as bragging, which to me is an underlying, say, way of telling me, Brian, you're really good at bragging without bragging, or... Brian, you're really good at bragging it, but I don't want to tell you that it's bragging. And here's the thing. I don't consider it bragging because this is this is the difference. And this is where I'm going to focus on actionable examples. And I want people that if you aren't telling your story right now, if you aren't putting out there what you believe in, what you understand, if you're not telling the good, bad and ugly today, you need to listen up. And if you have people in your life right now that are that, you know, are doing great things, but no one really knows about, you need to send them this episode of the show, because here's here's how this all works. And when you are someone that isn't putting your story out there on a regular basis, or you're not someone that's maybe you're not documenting your life. Maybe it's not something that is comes natural to you. And here's the breaking news: it doesn't come natural to anyone. Um, videoing and Instagram stories and doing videos where they're real and raw. There, I always have a little bit of a fear of posting it, or I like triple check the amount of times that I make grammatical grammatical errors. Uh, it's funny, I, I messed up grammatical, um, which is just <laughs> perfect for this episode. Um, you know, the amount of times that I make grammatical errors in my content is is far more than I would like. And I and I believe perfection is a fairy tale. I believe control is an illusion. But at the same time, that doesn't mean I don't want to uh, put something out that is uh, the best that I can do. It doesn't mean that I am not embarrassed when someone tells me about an error on my website or they're like, Brian, you kind of messed up the beginning of that video or Brian, you mispronounced these things. Like, I'm not someone that says like, oh my goodness, like, I don't care if I mispronounce things. I don't care that if people look at me and say, wow, Brian doesn't know how to spell or Brian can't figure out the there, there, theirs of, of the world. But here's the piece of it that, that I look at. And this is how I, this is my frame of reference is that I know that putting out my story, that telling my, my journey and, and doing things at, at my level where I'm focused at real time at the right time that I do far more good and far more, I make a much larger impact on others than if I stopped doing it because I was too afraid for those comments. And, I, and like I said, those comments, I don't like, I don't want people to say negative things about me or make judgment calls about me. But at the same time, I, I value I value what I have to share more than I do the fear that prevents me from what I, that the, the downside. And this is where I, I want to focus um, some of this comments on is that if you feel like you sharing your win is bragging, the reason that is, is because you don't share enough. Yes, you don't share enough because 
you should be sharing things along the way to your success. And I've said this for the longest time, the old school way of us figuring out that Oprah Winfrey was passed up and told that she could never make it. We didn't learn that about her until she was already Oprah, right? Like we didn't know about Steve Jobs and we didn't know about Michael Jordan getting cut from the middle school basketball team until they were already successful. But in this day and age, we should be able, we should be telling our story and documenting the journey as it's happening so that together we can learn, together we can improve, together we can feel not alone. The amount of times that I share something, I share a post, uh, maybe it's on LinkedIn, maybe it's an Instagram story, maybe it's even a podcast episode. And I can tell you part of the thing for me sharing, it's a little bit of group therapy because I need to get it out of my head. It's something that I'm passionate about and I put it out to the world hoping that it impacts one person. And yes, I'm, we have vanity metrics. Yes, I'm very blessed to have all the followers that I have. But when I'm sharing things, I do think of one person. And if one person gives me feedback that says, Brian, this helped me. Brian, I needed to hear this. I fist pump. I fist pump and go, great, Brian, that was worth sharing. And so as we look at this, and when I say you're not sharing enough, you know, there's a difference between transparency and oversharing. But there's also a difference, and this is where I think we, where we have to wrap our head around this, is if we share the process, how, how, the, how the sausage is made, if we share the journey, and it doesn't mean that you complain and bitch and moan about all the bad things that happen in your life, because nobody wants to hear you bitching and complaining. But we do want to know that you're real just like us. I mean, just this Monday, I posted a, a post that um, I was struggling to be creative. I was struggling to be productive. And I can tell you, I left my house. I went to work at a coffee shop. That wasn't working. I went for a walk around my block. I opened the windows. And then at 2 o'clock, I decided to say, screw it. I turned on Netflix and decided to binge watch some TV because I realized that my I wasn't able to be creative at that moment, and I was doing myself more harm than good, and I needed to give myself a break. And I posted that on Instagram, and the amount of comments that I got were like 30 comments in the first hour from people either private or public saying, Brian, oh my God, I need to hear that. Oh my goodness, Brian, if you're willing to say that, it makes me realize that I'm not alone. And I want you to ask yourself right now, as you're listening to the show, there are so many things in your life, in your day to day that happen to you that other people it happens to as well. They just don't know that it happens to you. And the other piece of this is I don't share anything from an expert level perspective. And I also don't share an, uh, anything on, on social or in my life that is a, hey, 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 look at me. This is why I am great and this is why you suck. Now, there are people that do that. There are people that say like, oh my God, you know, and, they, and they like tell you what to do. But I think those are, the, those are the exceptions to the rule. If you are willing to teach people, if you are willing to bring people along with you on the journey and educate them throughout the process, when you do win, they feel like they're a part of the win. Like the amount of times that people have said with me when I get a big contract, they're like, oh my God, Brian, being on this journey with you, I, I remember those bad times. I remember those times that you um, you shared something on Instagram or you posted something on Facebook and seeing your success motivates me to keep on going, right? Like hearing that is like, it's everything to me. And I think that's when I look at the world today. We, we have a world today that is full of bad news and fake news. And we also have you know a, a world that is posting on Instagram filtered content. And we also have a world that you know, just because you can talk or just because you have a megaphone doesn't mean you should have a megaphone. But here's the thing, and here's what I want us to think about. Should we 
should we stop telling our story? Should we prevent ourselves from putting ourselves out there because of the bad apples, those that are doing it wrong? Or should we start doing it ourselves so that we can change the narrative? Like I know so many people in my circle, I'm in a couple of mastermind groups, their story is amazing. Their story is inspiring. Their story is a journey of not only failure, but a journey of pivoting and just coming through some major life adversities and also some luck along the way. And the funny thing about it is they don't tell their story. They don't put themselves out there. And they always say, and there's one person in particular that just said recently, I said, Brian, I just can't. I just can't get over myself enough to put myself out there. Like I know I should, but I just can't. I just don't want to rub this in people's faces. And if we have that, if, 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 if you're going to post something and it feels as though you're rubbing it in someone's face, that means that A, you're worried about the wrong people. Because here's the other piece that I think about a lot, is if you follow me, if you listen to my podcast, if you get to know me as a human, you will know my core values are connecting great people with great people to do great things. I love what we do. I believe that we can change the world. I love being a dad. I also know that I've made plenty of mistakes in my life. I made plenty of mistakes on a daily basis. I'm not afraid to admit who I am, what I'm all about. I'm very blessed for the opportunities that I have in front of me. And here's, here's what I look at this is when someone sees something that I post and they're like, Oh God, Brian, again, another win or, Man, Brian, really? I mean, enough is enough. We, we, we know that you're doing good. Brian, we know that you're a keynote speaker. Here's the thing that I feel when I hear that. And I'm not saying that I like those, those comments, but what I think about, what I remind myself is, is that, you know what? They don't know me very well, and they must be struggling. And then I start to think about, okay, well, how can I share more of the struggles or more of these, these things that I go through so that they know they're not alone? Because when you're worried about someone else conveying that you are bragging, I think that I believe that is because there are people in our world today that brag and pound on their chest, yet they are full of shit. They, they are selling unicorns and rainbows. And you know what? It's been working. There are plenty of big name people right now that haven't done crap in seven to 10 years, but they've been screaming from the top of their lungs and associating themselves with the right group that all of a sudden people assume that they're successful. But here's the truth. Their, 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 time, their days are numbered, and their days are numbered more so if we are willing to tell our story and put ourselves out there. And this includes our vulnerabilities. And that might mean putting, talking about something that we maybe in the past haven't talked about. But I believe we're in a different time and age, right? Like, if you would have told me 10 years ago that I would have shared the things about my divorce, about my ADHD, shared the things about my entrepreneur struggles, even shared my things about like how I'm working with clients. There's no way I would have thought that I would be putting these things out to the world like I am. But the world is also different. We've gone through the, the internet boom. We've gone through war. We've gone through uh, our presidential changes. We've gone through this, this idea. And right now, technology and social media has amplified and connected us at our core understandings of who we are. And what we've realized is we all screw up a lot. We have a lot of bad things that are going on. We are more bonded and we are more alike than we want to believe. And the funny thing about it is we are more alike based on the things that we don't want to admit to than we are anything else. The thoughts that we have, the comments that we've made, the things we've done in our past. 
Every time when we get on a celebrity because a celebrity tweeted something in 2010 or we find out someone did something in 2001 um, in college and I see that and we're burying that person, I immediately think, do we realize that we all have made those mistakes? And probably some of us would never be okay with that scrutiny and the people looking into our college photos or looking into what we said in a private chat room or maybe what we posted in a Yahoo group or even what I said on an AOL chat back in 1999 as a freshman in college. And you know what? It doesn't excuse those behaviors, but it is something that we have to learn from. We have to grow from. But we also have to realize that until we start putting ourselves out there and we, we level set this new expectations, it will continue to be an us versus them. It will continue to be those that are screaming with the megaphone, getting all of the attention. We will get passed up on what we're doing. And there are far too many people, my dad included, that lived in a world that said, I'm going to let my work do the talking for me. My reputation is what people uh, believe in. And that will do me what I need to do. And guess what? In 2000 and 2005 and 2010, that worked. But in 2019 and beyond, the idea that our work will be do the talking for us is completely false. There is too much noise, too much information, too many people that are faking it till you make it. And so now it's up to us. And here's what we have to start thinking about as you're putting yourself out there is you have to think about it from an educational perspective. And I don't mean educational about like I know something that you don't. What I mean by is Every single time I share something about something good that has happened in my life or even something bad that has happened in my life, I want to tell people how it came about. Why? What was I excited about? What was the process I did? Why was I doing it? How I did all of these things? And then ultimately, what was the external outcome? What was the, what was the outcome? And then, I mean, even more so, how I'm going to learn from it, right? And I think... This is something that if you aren't willing to listen to people, you're, you might feel like a lot of your friends are bragging. You might feel like those pictures people are posting. And let's remember, there are people that, pro, that only post the grass is greener on the outside type uh, content, yet we know that they're bankrupt, yet we know that they're struggling day to day. We know that they're a horrible person or a horrible father, a horrible mother, a horrible dad, a horrible person. Um, they, that, that exists. And it's going to continue to exist. I mean, we can't fix stupid or stop bad people from doing bad things, but we can make sure that our voice is heard. We can do our individual part to tell our stories. We can start looking ourselves in the mirror and say, how can I individually start sharing more about who I am and what I'm about so that others don't have to suffer the way that I have to suffer? When I talk about the word empathy, I'm very strong about this, and, and, I, and I, I talk about digital empathy. I even have a keynote that is all about digital empathy, and I want to empower internal storytelling, and I want to help people get over their fear, and I want to help people um, do amazing things in their lives and share these amazing stories to inspire others. I, I, I believe in the, in the importance of empathy, but here's the interesting part, is that if we're not willing to listen to other people, those that might disagree with us, maybe that have a differing opinion on one or two things than us, and we're not willing to tell our story, I don't know why I'm even talking about empathy, because empathy is not going to exist. We cannot truly understand how someone feels, why they feel that way, and what they've gone through if we're not willing to 
to allow to eliminate our biases in certain cases. And what I mean by that is, is we too often want to disengage with someone because they disagree with us. And I think this is a skill that I, I talk about a lot. I think I even talked about it on the last episode of the show, you know, like compartmentalization, right? Like just because I disagree with someone's political view doesn't mean that I can't learn from other aspects of their lives, right? And, and, and there is a, a time and a place for that. And so when I look at this entire picture and, I, and, and, and this, this, I'm really doing this episode for all of those that are in my circle, if you're listening to this and you've heard me tell you that you've inspired me, you've motivated me, if, I, if you've heard me tell you that I, I appreciate you or that maybe I've commented back and said, congratulations, I love what you're doing. Part of it is because I want to know more about you so that you can inspire me. Because as I said before, you don't need to be an expert and I'm not sharing anything from an expert level. What I'm sharing things is this is how I experienced it. This is why I did it. This is how I, I went about doing it. And this was the end result. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. And some of it's real and some of it I, you know, I have to sugarcoat it because that is something that we also have to remember is being yourself doesn't mean that you don't put your own twist on certain things. But being yourself, what it truly means is that at your core, you know what you believe in, you are sticking to your guns and you have an opinion. And, I, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna wrap this episode with this concept on having an opinion. I believe everyone has to take a stand on core things they believe. Now, being a dick about everything for every, you know, I, I can't stand that, especially on Twitter, and Twitter, you know, is my favorite social network. I hate people that are always negative or always are underhanded or they spend so much of their time replying back and telling people why their business name is wrong or why they did this wrong. Like that, I can't stand that. But there is something to be said about people that take a stand for certain things and do not waver from those things. And I believe we all have those core values and it's up to us to put those core values out there and for us to own them. But if there are things that, that aren't part of our core values and maybe we disagree, maybe we would have done it differently, should we judge those people for that? Should we, should, or should we go, okay, well, that's okay, I can let them do that. And the other part of it for me is that I think, you know, we talk, I talk about that, the idea that we control our own feed. And what I, what I would hope for is that we should be eliminating negativity but we should not be eliminating those that think differently than us. We should eliminate bullies and hate, but we should not eliminate those that have a very strong opposing opinion of ours. Because if you want to truly understand your own opinion, you must first understand where other people's opinions are coming from. It's why politics drives me crazy. Because anyone that's on the far right or anyone that's on the far left more than more often than not, they couldn't even tell you what the other side believes or why they believe it. They only are blinded. They are blinded by what they currently believe. And I don't believe anyone knows anything without knowing all sides of the story. And it doesn't mean you know everything, but you have to be willing to listen and learn and understand where people are coming from. And part of that is up to us. Someone cannot understand where you were coming from unless you put the things out there on why you believe what you believe and, and you own those, those pieces. And it's not easy. And it is hard and it is weird and it is awkward. I mean, even sometimes when I'm typing something, I'm like, oh man, are people gonna, well, how are people gonna think of me? Or I, I think, I'm like, man, should I really share this? Like, 
my client might not like, I wonder if my client, this is something I should be sharing to my client. Like this might not be something I should be sharing or man, I wonder, I wonder what people are going to think. But at the same time, when I have all of those thoughts, I also think back about myself five years ago. What would it have meant to hear somebody that I looked up to share that comment? Or I think about like the people that I look up to today. Or even I was uh, I was at an event this week, um, and there was uh, one of the the drivers, the survivors, the the leaders in the Me Too movement. She told her story on stage, uh, Lucia, and I, I'm gonna actually have her on this podcast. Um, in the near future as one of my uh, upcoming guests. She lives here in D.C. And she talked about how hard it was for her to come out against Harry Weinstein and then how everyone supported her. And then once the charges were dropped, everybody alienated her, yet her life was still a struggle and she still had to figure out why she needed to go on. And she kept saying that it was the little things. And she made a statement, and I think this statement is poignant for what I, I believe in here is that she said that she wasn't compelled to tell her story because of the movement. She wasn't compelled to tell her story because of the hashtag Me Too. She was compelled to tell her story because of the human connection and the idea that she could connect with people and inspire them to be vulnerable, to tell the stories and the secrets that they've been holding down. And so I ask you that are listening to this, I ask everyone, this isn't a business podcast, this isn't a, uh, a marketing show, this is true life, real life. Are you willing to tell your story? Are you willing to celebrate your wins? Are you willing to put your vulnerabilities out there so that we can drive deeper human connection, so that we can help make the suicide rates go down? We can't make people feel less alone until we first allow people into who we are so where they realize they're not alone. Depression is a real thing. I went through it a couple years ago as I was going through my divorce. And the last thing I wanted to do is someone to tell me. When someone would say, Brian, reach out. Brian, I'm here. Just give me a call. Guess what? In that state of mind, the last thing I'm doing is making a phone call. The last thing I'm doing, I don't want to talk about this anymore, but I consumed a lot. I listened to lots of people. And if you're willing to allow people to listen to you, those people that might not be in the right frame of mind to reach out, but they are in the right frame of mind to consume. And right now they're, they're seeing all this fake and, and fraudulent things, but yet they're, they're able to tune into who you are and what you're about you can make a difference in people's lives that you maybe would have never thought you would have. For me, that's been the case. The amount of people that come up to me almost on a weekly basis, they send me an email, they'll message something. I got one today on Facebook Messenger. They said, Brian, I just want to let you know, like, thank you. And the person was actually from um, uh, Nigeria. And he said that he had listened to my podcast and then found one of my videos and that he wasn't sure if it was worth moving to a new city to pursue his dreams because he had so many things that he could also accomplish locally. And that just listening to my journey on where I went from cybersecurity to data center to where I'm doing now made him believe that although the path that he's willing to change to take is going to be different than what he had originally hoped, 
the possibility for success is even greater. And I'm getting that message. I can tell you, like, nowhere do I talk about that in my content. I'm, I talk so much about storytelling and social media and marketing and influencer marketing and building trust and creating content. But because I share the other aspects of my story, including the wins, including the losses, I'm able to inspire people around the world to not only do things that will ultimately make them better, but to help them feel not alone. And so I, I really do, I'm really sick. I'm sick of tired of someone telling me that they're not willing to put themselves out there or tell their stories or share when something great happens in their lives because of the people that are around them are bragging. Because you know what? That is an excuse. That is a crutch. And you are doing much more of a disservice than those people that are out there right now faking it till they make it. Because the only way we will drown out those that are faking it till they make it, those that are screaming at the top of their lungs but they're full of crap, the only way we will fix the narrative is not focus more on them, rather focus more on those of us that are doing great things and celebrating those wins. So from now on, when someone tells me that they're not willing to tell their story or put themselves out there or they're not sharing their success, I'm going to fire back on you immediately. So this is your warning. I am no longer okay with that being, okay, well, you know, it's not for everyone. Well, guess what? We together can make a difference in this world. Together, we will change the world. I firmly believe that we are greater than me. But before we can be a great we, we must first invest our, in our me, tell our story, embrace who we are, become self-aware, understand our story. And, and this, is what, this is where I'm going to leave you with. Own your story. There's some things in your story that are bad and ugly. There's plenty of them on my story. There's mistakes that I've made along the way. There's mistakes that I've made in the last week. But at the same time, you know what? I realize that everyone makes mistakes. And if we have more people sharing their mistakes, more people documenting those journeys, the less we're going to feel alone, the more we're going to realize that mistakes are a part of the life and part of the way that we move forward. And together we can change the world if we're willing to open our minds to remembering that we're much more alike than we are different. The people's voices and the, the comments that we should care about are the people that actually know us at our core. And the people that are going to judge us, the people that are going to say that we're bragging, the people that are going to call us a one-hit wonder, the people that are going to say, God, I'm so tired of hearing that person share their story. You know what? They have their own issues to deal with. That's not on me. That's on them. And I'm okay with that. I challenge you, press the damn button. Tell your story. Share everything along the way. And I will be the first to be your biggest cheerleader. I will scream from the rooftops. I will celebrate you. Because I don't believe in jealousy. I don't believe in being bitter because someone else got success. I believe that success breeds more success. And if people in my network and in my community are being successful... And I can see that. I can learn from that. It's going to make me more successful. It's going to make the people around me more successful. And ultimately, we're going to make the world a better place. My name is Brian Fanzel. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the FOMO Fans Podcast. It's a little different tune, a little different tone. I was sitting down, for those that will watch the video version of this. I sat in my chair. I tried to keep myself a little bit calm. I hope you guys liked it. I hope you... Um, Embrace it. I hope you took something away from this. As always, I would love a review on iTunes if you guys do that. Um, even more so than that, I'd love for you to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter. You know, I'm iSocialFans on all those channels. 
and just let me know what are your thoughts. Challenge me. If you don't believe this, I'd love to hear from you. I don't believe I'm always right, but I do believe that I can make a difference and I do have proof in the results that I've been able to accomplish based on what I'm sharing. Make it a great day, my friends. Cheers.